You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, have you ever wondered how I generate thousands of inbound leads per year using LinkedIn? Well, this episode is sponsored by my guide, The Ultimate Guide to Generating Inbound Leads with LinkedIn. This is the definitive guide on how to consistently generate inbound leads using LinkedIn and social selling. So if you want a copy of that guide, just send a text to 44222 with the word L-I guide, all one word, L-I guide to 44222, or you can go to my website at askdennisbrown.com forward slash guide. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Andy Seth and he's the CEO of Flow Marketing. Before he started Flow Marketing, Andy's entrepreneurial journey took him through four successful seven-figure exits. Flow Marketing is recognized as being in the top 10% of B Corps worldwide and they're the first agency in the nation to be accredited with federally registered apprenticeships, which is really interesting. You know, he helped more than a thousand low-income students go to college on scholarships. So welcome to the show. I'd love to hear that story. That's for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank that's, you, a whole no, that's a whole nother episode in itself. But that's tell right. us a little bit about We already sent up episode two? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell us a little bit about that. How did you send a thousand kids to college on a scholarship? Well, it's it's actually uh a passion of mine because it's my own story. See, I, I grew up a low-income kid in a motel in Los Angeles. We're Indian, so I used to lie and say we owned it, but we didn't. We just, we lived in it. And I lived there from the age of zero to 14 until it was torn down. It was actually owned by a, a slumlord. I hate the fact that there's a movie that's an Indian movie that's called Slumlord, Slumdog Millionaire, because I'm like, literally, I lived under that guy. But my story was that I was fortunate to earn full ride scholarship to a high school. It's called Culver Military Academy in Indiana. I got a four, four year scholarship there based on merit. And then I got a four year scholarship to go to Boston College. So the idea of being able to give an, a low income kid an opportunity and say, hey, look, let's see if, they, if they're willing to hustle, if they're willing to work hard, but we'll give them a shot because they seem to have demonstrated at least some motivation till now. That rings true for me because I've obviously evidenced that this can work. It doesn't work for everyone, but there are those who, if you just give them the shot, they will crush it. And so I, I've, for long, many years now, I think I'm, I'm running on 24 years straight of volunteerism, specifically with low-income kids, specifically with a minimum of two hours per week for that long, minus vacations. And so I've built a nonprofit, scaled it called Minds Matter. Minds Matter helps low-income kids get into college with full scholarships. And in the 15 years I've been doing it, we've had 100% of our graduates go to college with full rides. I've got deals with some of the top universities. That's basically a pipeline deal. If, we, if our kids graduate, you're giving them rides. And so they do. And our kids are going to literally places like Harvard, Yale, Brown, Stanford, all the way to local schools here in Colorado where I'm based. Wow. And so through that, you know, through the vehicle of that, plus I've, I've led KIPP schools. If you've ever familiar with KIPP, K-I-P-P, I first learned about them in Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers. There's a whole chapter dedicated to KIPP's education system. And so I chaired the KIPP schools here in Colorado and we expanded that to numerous 
campuses, locations, et cetera. And so when I say that I've helped low-income kids in the, in the thousand plus go to college on scholarships, I mean that like sincerely. I know the names. I, have, I keep track. I know exactly who they are, what they've done, where they went to school, what they've done after they've gone to school, what they've been, what kind of jobs they've gotten, what kind of trouble they might have even gotten into financially, family, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm, I'm very dedicated to that as a, as a mission, which is also the founding mission of my company, Flow. Yeah, love it. Okay, that's awesome. So, so it's, it's interesting because, you know, you hear a lot in the, on this podcast, we talk a lot about growth strategies, tactics, tools. We talk about companies that have grown very rapidly and mm-hmm. some of the founders and, and owners and operators of those companies have decided that not only are they going to do well financially, but they're going to do good socially, right? And so I think yeah. that, I think you've tied those together. And I think that's a very important lesson. And I think you take it very seriously and you've taken it. I think you probably had that mission even before you were a successful entrepreneur, right? And you were, yeah. you were probably- I mean, the mission was for me first. <laughs> yeah, you, you were first. You were first yeah. in line and you figured out how to do it. And then you shared yeah. and supported that. So congrats on that. And just to tease everybody today, you know, your marketing agency is called Flow Marketing, but what's really interesting is we're here today to talk about how by getting into Flow State, you can double your productivity and how that's impacted your business. Because you have an interesting story about how you've implemented this whole concept of Flow State and a huge impact on your business through a very difficult time, which is obviously this global pandemic and Corona and, and everything that's going on here. So that's what we're going to talk about. But tell us first, you know, how did you, why did you start Flow Marketing and what is Flow Marketing? Yeah. So Flow Marketing, we have a few different services. We have a personal branding service. So we work with high level executives in Silicon Valley to world famous athletes, to founders. And then we also have a corporate branding section, but we also do content marketing. And then we have a customer support division that does live chat, texting, and email support. All of our team is US-based very intentionally. I wanted to create jobs here in the United States. I'm you know, American-born, but the son of Indian immigrants. But you know, this is the land of opportunity. And I, want, I really wanted to find a way to produce the same story I had at scale. And I wanted to find a way to do that in a competitive way, not just like giving up my money as donations. I've done that. And I, I continue to do that. I wanted to find a way to use this as a competitive advantage. And so that was really the founding mission of Flow was how can we create opportunities, meaning apprenticeships for low-income youth so that they can break poverty, but I can make a really solid profit margin off of them. And that was how I married and baked in what I call baked in the good. So it's into my business model. You can't help, but if you're hiring us as a company, you're funding an apprenticeship. Then Flow itself, to your point about how we got the name, Flow means a lot of different things to people, but Flow State it was important to me because I have seen the benefits of getting in the zone. You see, I used to be a DJ for nine years professionally from the age of 13 to 22. That was my business. I was a DJ, then a nightclub promoter, et cetera. But anybody who's performed on a stage and probably anybody who's done anything that was really like passionate, something like a sport or whatever, like you've gotten into a flow state before. And when I used to spin, I would get into flow state. That's how I would perform. I didn't do drugs. I didn't do, I wasn't into alcohol. I didn't drink or do drugs in college. I would get into flow state to perform. And I headlined nightclubs six nights a week in Boston by the time I was 18 years old. I wasn't legally allowed in them, but I was headlining them, right? But flow state was a complete advantage for me while I was spinning alongside guys who were getting really high because that's how they could access that subconscious and that unconscious. 
Well, once I started to realize what was happening, I read a ton. I read everything possible on Flow State. I looked at this and was like, I've got to put this into a business. There's creativity benefits. There's productivity benefits, right? There's purpose. Like you feel like you're doing something that you're called to do. There's got to be a way to use this as a business tool. And there's so much primary research out there that's boring as hell to sift through. But I started sifting through it and started thinking, okay, how do I translate this primary research into stuff that we would use in business? And that's what we came up with. Love it. Hey there, sorry to interrupt this episode in progress, but I have something really cool to share with you and I promise to keep it brief. I've decided to give away $100 this week to one of my growth experts listeners. Yep, that could be you. Here's all you have to do in order to qualify for the giveaway. Take a screenshot of your phone or any device for that matter showing that you're subscribed to my Growth Experts podcast and then text it to 716-218-8981. Again, that's 716-218-8981. This will get you entered into the contest and a chance to win the $100 just for listening. Number two, for more entries to win, for more chances to win, simply share any episode of my Growth Experts podcast on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, or even Twitter but you have to tag me at Ask Dennis Brown in order for it to count as another entry. The more shares, the more entries. Okay, guys, that's it. For full details on this contest, go to askdennisbrown.com forward slash contest. Now let's get back to the show. I love how everything's tied together. And I mean, it's very thoughtful, right? It's very, you know, it's very well thought out. And so, Today, again, we're going to talk about how to get into flow state and how that will help you to literally double your productivity. So tell us, tell us, you just implemented this. Let's start at the beginning here. You just implemented this inside your business not long ago, right? Correct. And so yep. it's around maybe around the first of the year or since COVID. Correct. Tell us, let's start with the impact first and then we'll talk about the kind of the how-to. Yeah. So we implemented across my entire leadership team some policies that would help everyone get into flow state and train them on how to get into flow state and the benefits, et cetera. We implemented that in mid-March and it happened to coincide right with COVID. Yeah, that's like right on. Yeah. So in April, by April, by the end of April, we had met our quarterly targets. So that was Q2. By the end of April, we had hit our quarterly targets. By the end of May, we had gone to 150% of targets. And by the end of June, which we are basically literally recording on the end of day, we are over double the revenue of the business, not just the quarterly targets. So in the quarter, we over doubled the size of our company. And we're in a business model that's not necessarily recession-proof or recession-resilient, right? Content marketing, branding, come on, those are things that get cut. Live chat, text, email, you know, customer support, those we caught a pretty good, I think, opportunity with e-commerce going through the roof for some e-commerce companies, but not all. But because we implemented this practice of getting everyone to flow state, it was something I had been doing for years. It wasn't something I even thought of training my team on. I just thought it was a personal tool. I didn't think about, my team said, how are you cranking at this level? How do you do all that you do? And I said, well, I meditate a lot and I use flow state. They're like, well, can you teach us that? Well, meditation I teach through my book. You know, I've got a book that became a number one bestseller. Like it's called Bling. That has a whole thing about meditation, but flow state, I wasn't teaching. And so we started implementing that. And lo and behold, my whole leadership team started working on, I think on average, probably once, maybe twice a week, they're able to get in, but they attempt all five days. But one day worth of flow state 
is equal to 500 times the productivity. And that's not me saying like 5X your, no, no, no. I'm saying science and primary research has looked at this and they have found that you can increase productivity 5X when you're in flow state. That means if you were in flow state all of one day, you did a week's worth of work. Tell me that's not a compelling reason to go figure some shit out. Yeah, well, that, that's, um, <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's real. That's meaningful, right? right? So now the key is, is now that first define what you think of as flow state though. I mean, because I, we've talked a little bit about, you know, yeah. how you implemented it in your business and how it's had the impact, but what exactly is the definition of flow state in your mind? Flow state is the source code to high productivity and creativity. What it feels like when you're in it is a high state of concentration. So you're in a highly concentrated state working on something that has tremendous meaning to you, as well as is slightly more challenging than your current skill set. This is important. If it's too challenging, you get to anxiety. If it's not challenging enough, you're in boredom. And so these are some of the components that I teach when it comes to flow state, but it has to be something that's slightly more challenging than your skill set because you're working on it. There's going to be struggle involved with it. But once you get into flow state, boom, you crack the code. You're now in. Love it. Okay, perfect. All right. So now let's talk about kind of the how-to, right? How did you, what was the process? I mean, you have a process of how you put yourself into flow state. And I'm assuming that that's kind of the, the, like you said, the code that you've taught your team to do it. So break that down for us into some bite-sized pieces so that anybody listening here can, you know, start breaking into flow state and start seeing some huge benefits. For sure. So the first thing to understand is that there's a soft flow state and a hard flow state. Soft flow state means that you remove all distractions, but if anything distracts you, you're going to lose that concentration, right? Hard flow state is nothing gets in your way. You're just in the zone. I think the first thing to constant to, to focus on in order to get into flow state is how do you get into soft state? It's, it, you, you can't go right into hard. So soft state at work means how do you remove distractions? We're really practiced at distractions, by the way. We're phenomenal at distractions. We're actually very unpracticed at concentration. So meditation is a practice for that, but so is stopping your Slack notifications. No Slack, no email communications, no phone call, no text, no social media, no email, no nothing prior to, you know, let's say in my company, it's prior to noon. But even if you took one and a half hours, you know, maybe it's nine to 1030 in the morning, your time, you've got to block that out in a completely concentrated state where there's no distractions. Then the second thing to understand is the energy cycle. When you understand the energy cycle of flow, you understand how you can get in to it. And there's four components to the energy cycle of flow. The first is recovery, right? Recovery means eat well, sleep well, and have social support. A lot of people don't do social support correctly. And as a result of not having social support, especially during COVID, they're having a hard time getting into flow state because they feel lonely, you know, isolated, et cetera. So those are three components of recovery. You must recover because you need your brain to get into delta brain waves, right? The delta brain waves lead to beta, which is the second thing. So when you sit down to work on something that's slightly challenging, there should be frustration and struggle. Most people think that in order to get the flow state, they just kind of slip right into this like in the zone. That's not true. That's actually not how your brain works. And that's not how it's been proven to get into flow state. You need to struggle first. So when you struggle, that means you're working through something challenging and you're engaging your beta brain waves at that point. Then you don't just push through. This is the mistake I used to make. I would work on something, work on something, and I would use brute force to try to get to a point where I could crack it. 
you actually have to do this next step. The next step is release. So in a release, you do something active like a walk. It cannot be exercise. Let me stress that completely. It needs to be what's called an active release, not exercise. Exercise is not an active release. It will trigger the wrong brain waves. You're trying to get from delta to beta to alpha. Inside of recovery is alpha brain waves. So brisk walk, even like I'm just going outside doing a kind of a walk around the block, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you need that release. Then you come back, sit down, and you get into flow. That triggers two things, theta and gamma brain waves. And in, the, in that flow state, that's where you can get kind of all the things that I'm talking about. And then that cycle continues. That night, you need to be able to get yourself to recover again. If you have a long night out, you know, like I, I tend to be a night owl for sure. I ruin my ability to get into flow the next day. So it's this cycle that you have to understand. I've drawn a, a whole diagram and I have all the things that I've talked about more explicitly on my blog. If anyone's ever interested, it's, it's free. I don't have any gated content. But that's the, the energy cycle that you have to understand in order to be able to repeatedly get into flow state. So it's almost a little bit of a lifestyle, right? Because you have to shape mm-hmm. your activities, your daily activities and your habits around that in order to optimize the opportunity to even get into flow state. Yeah. Because you said sure. you're lucky, even you who's been doing this for years, you're lucky if you're able to get into flow two or three times a week. Correct. It's Correct. not something that happens every single day. And like you said, to be very frank about it, there are sometimes weeks where I get into it zero times and there's weeks where I can get in three, four, five times. On average, it comes out to maybe two or three, but that's not actually how it happens. It's a, how do you know if you're working on something slightly more challenging? Well, like you had to break off the tasks for the day, be very intentional about it. There's often going to be work that you just have to get done that isn't slightly more challenging. You know what I mean? Like it's not a guarantee all the time. And it's not just one task. If it's a block of time, for example, for me, it's four hours. It's all the tasks that I'm going to do in that four hours, but they need to work together. They need to serve a kind of a bigger purpose. So it's probably a project. Think of it like that. But you're not always going to perfectly design it. You can't always get it right. And people who get into flow state to write, like I'm a, I've published books, right? So like I use flow state to write. You can't always get in. I, I make music. I have an album that's out too. Like you can't get into flow state all the time. It's impossible. But if you don't try every day, you're definitely not going to get in. That I can assure you. It's really funny because when I do all my recordings for my podcast, I block them one day a week, right? So every Tuesday I do my podcast interviews and I block them at a specific time. And I feel like there's different days. I'll have three or four or five interviews in a day, which is three to five hours of back-to-back work, right? And it's challenging, right? Because there's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of different, there's a lot of moving parts to it. And so sometimes, and I can tell the difference when I'm in that, what you would call like a flow state. I've never really yeah. framed it that way, but when I'm just like, I'm hitting the ball that's it. Hit on, on all cylinders. I mean, I'm just crushing it. You, just you know the feeling. Feeling that. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to try to figure out a way to replicate that, right? If you can bottle that and replicate it and create a system for it. So, mm-hmm. okay. So how does someone, you know, start to do that, right? I mean, how do, how do we start moving towards that? Yeah. So first you have to be in a situation where you control your schedule, mm-hmm. right? So I have, I have some staff who don't control their schedule. They've got to do what we need to be done at a certain time. They're on shift. So you've got to be able to control your schedule. If you can control your schedule, start with an hour and a half a day that you're setting aside for flow and make it in the morning. Don't make it in the afternoon. By the afternoon, you've already had energy depletion. Energy, as you can tell, is a major component of this. I've talked about brain waves, the flow cycle. The flow cycle is basically having the optimal amount of energy when you need it 
in order to get into flow. But energy, flow consumes a tremendous amount of energy. You ever like been in the zone with something and then afterwards you're just gassed? Oh yeah, for right? sure. That's how I feel right. after every podcast day. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Totally. Because you gave it everything you had, right? So we got to understand that energy cannot be created. Energy, first law of meta, metaphysics, energy is not created. It can only be transferred. It can be replenished, but it cannot be created. So if you are mismanaging your energy, you cannot get into flow. So understand blocking the time, one and a half hours in the morning, one and a half to two hours in the morning, and then make sure that your recovery is on point. You're eating right, you're sleeping at least seven, eight hours, and you have social support, meaning you connect with at least a family or a friend on a daily basis, somebody. There has to be some level of connection that you feel. And that's because, well, there's a whole host of scientific reasons for that. But point is you need to have that. Then when you sit down to work on something, try to work on something that's slightly more challenging than your skill set. This is a different approach to looking at your task list. When you look at the to-dos, they're just things that you need to get done. But how can you look at them and do them in a way that's going to be a little bit harder than you're typically used to? What it does is two things. is It, it induces the struggle, which you need to get into flow, but it also makes you better, right? You, you start to improve your skills. So what's challenging today won't be challenging for you two months from now. And so that evolution has to take place in your evaluation of tasks. You have to always find a way to chunk them in a way that's more difficult. Give yourself an active release then. Let yourself, tell yourself, for me, it's just a, it's just a walk. I didn't make it complicated. I just walk outside the house, go walk 15 minutes, and I come right back in. There's no other distractions. And when I come back in, I'm sitting down working on the same work, and I allow it to do what it does. And I, I trust that when I repeat those steps two out of five times, it works. And if I can do it once, I've got five days worth of work done. If I got it twice, it's two weeks worth of work. No, that's lovely. That's awesome. That's perfect. All right, cool. Anything else you specifically want to add about that, whether it was maybe feedback from your team or maybe some lessons learned or some struggles, some things, some obstacles you might be able to head people off at the pass? Yeah. One of the things that people ask me all the time is like, how do I get into this and have a routine around it? So this is the process that I'm defining. But there's a routine to trigger flow that, that we could talk about a little bit too. I learned this from Josh Waitskin, who is the, his dad wrote the book, Searching for Bobby Fisher. And Bobby Fisher, the chess player, is him. It's Josh Waitskin. Josh actually is the one who introduced me to this concept of how do you create a, a routine to trigger flow. And so a routine to trigger flow basically says, understand this energy cycle, but how can you get into flow when you need it? Like if I'm in a meeting, for me in a podcast, before this, I triggered flow. You want to know what I did? On video, I'll show you. I sprayed rose water on my face. Why? Because when I created a flow state routine, the first time I did it, I had rose water for scent and uh, something that I could feel. I played an Anderson Pock song, so I had music. I meditated beforehand, and then I had some trinkets. I had a, a mala, and I had a little heart thing for my daughter and a rock thing for my son. So I used all these ways, and then I did work that I knew I would get into flow state on. And so I used those as primers. And once I got in a flow state, over time, I started to shrink them down. I removed the rock. I removed the heart. I removed the mala slowly, slowly, slowly so that your body doesn't notice the changes, but you can still get into flow. The one thing I kept was the spray. So when I need to be in flow and 100% concentrated, be in this interview, before the interview starts, I just sprayed my face. Why? Because the scent of that rose water triggers flow for me. This is me giving you everything I've got right now. But I have no other distraction. I've got nothing else on my mind but giving you and your audience the best I can give, right? But I use a little cheat, if you will, to spray myself 
so I can induce the state. And that's one of the things that I think is a, is a hack that most people don't realize is that you can actually hack triggering flow. Yeah, I love that. It's interesting because the first thing I thought about when you mentioned that you sprayed rose water as a primer, you use the word primer. You think about everybody can relate to this. You know, you're in your car, you're driving and a song comes on and it triggers an emotion. Totally. Totally. Right. You think about something in the past, you might even get chills. The memories go through, you start to smile or other emotion, depending on whatever's tied to that. But what you did is you conditioned yourself based on those triggers to hit a certain flow state, right? So that's, that's interesting that you're able to kind of hack the system a little bit. I Bingo. Love and, and Dennis, what's, what's cool about what you just said, music, music can recall so many memories, right? Like how many lyrics can we recall, but we can't recall those paragraphs in a book. When I created a soundtrack for my book, the first that I know of, it's chapter for chapter, track for track. We can sing every lyric. My little kids know the lyrics, but they couldn't tell you paragraphs out of the book. The reason is you're engaging way more of your brain when you listen to music. There's way more happening in your brain just scientifically than if you're, if you're just reading, okay? And what happens when you're in flow state is you're engaging those same brain waves. You're engaging multiple brain waves. It's like being on a huge cocktail of drugs, right? You'd be on ayahuasca, weed, Coke, like you would die if you released what's being released in your brain through drug and activity. But all of those cocktails are getting released through those brain waves and you don't die. Why? Because you're not doing it through drugs, you're doing it through flow state. No, that's great. I love it. Listen, anything else you want to add? I want to, I want to do a couple more rapid fire questions and then we'll wrap it up for today. No, man, I think it's good. Yeah. No, that was great. I think that was a great, just a great crash course in what it is, how to get there, how to hack it and why you need to start leveraging it because of the enhanced productivity and, and what it did for your business and for your team. So, mm-hmm. all right, awesome. Uh, quick question. What's your favorite growth tool, software, SaaS product, whatever it is, some sort of tool that you use that's really helped you grow your business? Yeah, there's so many good ones. I think I'm going to stick with uh, Asana. Asana is just a project management tool, but specifically there's rules and workflow inside of there that I really like. So I would go with that one. Awesome. Great. And what's one book that you've maybe has helped you along in your journey or you think might help somebody, some of the listeners along in theirs? Phil Jackson's 11 Rings. Phil Jackson, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Lakers fan. If you watch The Last Dance, by the way, I mean, come on, amazing. But in his book, 11 Rings, he talks about mindful leadership and he talks a lot about Eastern philosophies, like what I'm talking about. These all often come from like the Eastern cultures and he's applied it into being the most winningest basketball coach in history. Love it. I'll definitely make sure we put those in the show notes. Hey, listen, let everybody know how they can learn more about you and Flow Marketing, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah. So you can always check me out at my website, andyseth.com, just Andy, S like Sam, E-T-H, andyseth.com. I put everything, I, I write weekly, I publish weekly, and it's all ungated content. I also have a book and an album out. Uh, the book is called Bling. The album is by the same title. My artist name is A-Love, A-L-U-V. It's on Spotify and everywhere music is. And I created the first soundtrack to a book. So uh, enjoy, take a look at it. Tell me what you think. And my company flow is at feelmeflow.com. You can tell I'm a hip hop head a little bit. Feel Me Flow is the name of a Naughty by Nature song. So uh, feelmeflow.com is where our company is at. And uh, check us out there too. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Congrats on all your success. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks. 
Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.